Jake, thank you very much for taking the time to speak with us today. Uh, your first week here at Huddersfield Town, how are you feeling to be with us? Oh, very excited. It's been a great uh, first week. Uh, a lot of big things happening uh, uh, every day. Uh, a lot of work ahead, um, but uh, just uh, thrilled to, to get started. Obviously, the, some supporters will be familiar with you from your playing career, but uh, the administrative side of your career, perhaps not as au fait with. Could you just fill us in on your journey from being a footballer to, to doing the job you do now? Yeah, it's um, maybe not a traditional journey in football. Um, I had a little over 10 years playing football uh, in England. Um, prior to that, I was living in the US, uh, was at university there, came over 22 and embarked on a football career. Played for a number of clubs uh, in different divisions um, and had a, had a great experience doing that. And then uh, as you come to the end of that in your early 30s, uh, then it's what next? And I wasn't um, that interested actually in staying in the game in a coaching capacity. I got um, uh, very interested in the, uh, the business side uh, and uh, it, it, so much so my last few seasons after practice, I would spend time with the marketing department, the commercial department, just seeing what they do and helping. Um, I, uh, I embarked on an MBA, a master's in business degree, uh, when I finished playing, because I, I needed something to transition into, into that world. And that, that was a great degree, opened up uh, a lot of doors for me. And through that, I went to work for a company called Octagon. Octagon is a, uh, it's a US company. It's a global sports marketing, sports sponsorship. Uh, agency and I worked in their London office for a few years. Um, worked on some interesting pro projects in cricket and football, rugby, Champions League, different things like that. And that opened my eyes to a wider world of the business of sports uh, around uh, uh, around Europe uh, and, and the UK. Um, so so my my career sort of took me in that direction. I uh, had an opportunity to relocate back to the US. Uh, to what was a young um, uh, burgeoning league at the time called the USL, the United Soccer League. And at that time we had 10 clubs in the league and uh, it sat one beneath Major League Soccer in the hierarchy in America. Uh, and we had about just under 20 staff uh, in the league office. So it was a very um, roll your sleeves up and get going kind of situation and how do you build a league that um, maybe one day could mirror the EFL in its structure with multiple divisions and, and lots of clubs. Uh, and unlike you know, England where we have historic clubs, 100 plus years old, uh, in America uh, there's a need to launch clubs and start clubs. It's a very different experience doing that. And I've launched uh, over 50 clubs uh, during that period of time. Um, so I've had uh, uh, 10 years at the league office there, uh, eight years as president running the whole league, and now we have multiple divisions and a um, little over 40 professional teams, uh, a professional women's league starting as well. And, and, um, and that was just a, just a great um, experience over the last decade. But um, someone who's played football and always been around the game, it's different to be at a league office. Uh, it's not the same as being at a club. Um, where you're hands-on, you're closer to the game, uh, and you can affect some change uh, pretty quickly. Um, and so the, uh, the opportunity was right, the timing was right, and, and it was always something that I've been looking to do in my career. Uh, and this is the home of football, and this is where I've wanted to do this job. Huddersfield, as we were just discussing as we were looking around the stadium, is it new to you? You've played here in the past in your career. 
I played here in 99, yeah, not long after the stadium opened. It was an FA Cup game. I was at uh, Wrexham at the time. And I played again in 2003 when I was playing at Yeovil Town then. So, um, big club, you know, and it's been fantastic to see uh, uh, how far it's gone, all the way to the top in the Premier League, you know. And so, um, it's, uh, it'll be a different experience uh, being on this side than on the pitch. I'm sure one of the, the first things that, as you're discussing your, your impressive career, I might say, that town supporters will pick up on is a very American feel to, to what you've been doing in, in both your, your career before uh, and now. Um, here at Huddersfield Town, though, we've obviously got an American influence coming in our, our prospective new owners, Kevin Nagel. Uh, but as we speak currently, it's still owned by Dean Hoyle. Could you just fill us in on, on what that situation is? Yes, um, it's been a bit of a process uh, that we've gone through, uh, and you know, like everything, nothing um, moves as quick as you'd like it to move. Uh, we're nearly there. Uh, Kevin has um, gone through the uh, owners and directors test with the EFL. He has been approved. It's not a if; it's a when, and uh, hopefully, it's it's very soon. We're hopeful in the next couple of weeks, but we're not in control of this process. So, uh, but as soon as it's over the line, then then uh, Kevin's on board and. Um, and he can't wait, you know, he's thrilled, uh, he's, uh, he's fallen in love with this club and with the community in a short space of time uh, and like all of us, you know, ready to get going. The, the, I think the main thing to take from that is there's, there's nothing to worry about, this is just the, the usual thing that happens with, with the transaction of this side. That's right, it's fait accompli, it's, uh, it's just a timing issue and so hopefully uh, it's sooner than later. Perfect. I know it's only your first week, so you've had a, a lot of initial things to be getting involved with. People keeping in, in touch with the club will have seen all sorts happening uh, this week as well, um, especially today. Uh, but what will your day-to-day -day role be like? What will your responsibilities be? What will your focus be at Huddersfield Town? Well, obviously, as a CEO, you're managing the entire business, you know, the club, uh, the business side of the club, the football side, uh, the, the stadium and facilities. Um, a lot of good people here, um, so making sure that uh, everyone has what they need to be successful in each department. Um, you know, sort of immediate focus will be on supporting uh, the coaching staff and making sure we've, uh, we've got what we need there uh, to make sure we get it uh, right out on the pitch. Um, and then just look, making sure that the business is run properly. So making sure that uh, it's on sound footing um, and all areas of the business are being looked at uh, and, and uh, taken into consideration. Um, and there's a wonderful staff here, as I said, so making sure that they are brought into a new, um, a new era, a new vision, and that we can keep a cohesive unit and everyone, uh, you know, everyone's um, moving in the same direction. So really, um, it's the day-to-day -day management of all aspects of this business, making sure we're in line with what we need to be with the EFL, uh, making sure the business plan uh, is executed properly, making sure we've got uh, uh, Neil and everybody um, in the training ground and the, on the playing side, everything they need to be successful on the pitch. Um, and then engaging with the community, making sure we are, myself and everyone here, are in dialogue with the supporters, with the community, making sure that the experience that they've got on a match day and the relationship they have with the club uh, is, is correct, you know, and that we're listening. And then, of course, managing all of this on behalf of, of uh, ownership. Uh, Kevin, who's based in California, will be um, very engaged in what's happening at the club, will be here uh, a number of times, of course, during the year, but making sure he's, he's um, up to speed with everything here as well. 
that sounds really exciting. I think um, the person that's been doing that at present is obviously Dave Baldwin. He's been in as managing director. He'll now go back and, and do his old role as far as I'm aware. He will, yeah. Uh, Dave has been a great um, steward or, or manager, let's say, for the club uh, over the last so many months. And as, um, as the club have been going through this process of... Um, of selling uh, the club and putting it on stable footing. Uh, moving forward, Dave's been guiding that process uh, and helping Neil working in lockstep with, uh, excuse me, with Dean uh, through that process. Um, he has been uh, making sure off the field, everything's been uh, run properly. And Dave's got a great uh, background running football clubs um, at all levels, including the Premier League, astute when it comes to the governance. and rules and regulation and making sure everything's been done properly throughout this process. So he's been invaluable as we've uh, been moving towards the takeover and I've been working with Dave in lockstep the whole way. So he will transition out of the role uh, and more into a strategic advisor, um, helping both myself, the directors and, uh, and the new ownership group coming in. This is covering all the, the off-field questions and, and concerns. Obviously, one of the, the main things that supporters will be uh, worried about and concerned about and, and excited about is the on-field concerns. Um, before we talk about the, the incomings we've had this week or, or continuations, I should probably say, there's been a, a couple of uh, outgoings after a long period of time. Could you just talk us through those? Yes, I think, um, you know, we're uh, as Lee and Paul have departed, we, we are thankful for their time here and their contributions to the club over a, a number of years. Um, clear we had some challenges um, last season and uh, Neil coming on board was certainly a bright part of a tough season. Um, now we want to build on that momentum and look forward. We want to support Neil to make sure he's got the, the staff that he feels he needs to be successful. Um, and clearly things weren't going in the right direction. So it's natural that we wanted to make sure that we make some changes and, and, um, and we'll be considerate about who comes into the club. But it's about looking forward now and, as I say, supporting Neil and his team. It's a, a natural progression, isn't it? Rather than making changes for changes' sake, as you move forward, as you try and get better and progress, there's, there's likely to be changes anywhere, isn't there, in any business? That's right. I think it's partly what's working and what's not working. Um, and, you know, I'm a firm believer in um, not accepting the status quo. You know, we don't want to hear that that's just the way things are done. We want to, we want to push the boundaries. We want to be innovative. We want to um, have fresh ideas. And we want to find a way uh, to continue to make, take this team uh, to the top, you know. And so when you look at the trajectory it was on, I think it's right that we made some decisions there. You talk about things that are working and things that aren't working. Something that definitely did work was bringing Neil Warnock back to the football club uh, after almost 30 years. Um, I felt like there was a, a little bit of unfinished business at the end of the year. I think people were half-heartedly saying goodbye, but now we can you know, be happy that both himself and, and Ronnie have decided to stay on for another season. Yeah, I suspect there's a lot of emotions he's going through <laughs> at the end of that campaign. Um, knowing the rigours of it, thinking... Not sure if I want to do this again. Um, and then feeling the love and the support of the club and the, su the supporters. Um, and to have 21,000 people singing your name, that's difficult to walk away from. So I'm sure it was mixed emotions for him uh, at the end of the season. 
um, and maybe unfinished business. Um, we are, you know, thrilled we're able to spend time with Neil as you sort of reflected on, on that and what he wanted to do next. And I think he really felt a strong pull to um, not just be the guy that helped the team stay up, but actually be the guy that takes it forward and have a full season at it. So we were able to work with him um, to half convince him to stay. I think he wanted to stay, of course. So I'll say half convince him um, uh, to stay. And we're thrilled that he's going to be on board because it keeps the momentum that we saw at the end of that season. I was here for the last two games and it was such a pleasure. I mean, the Sheffield game was a bit of a nail biter, of course. Um, but the transformation of that playing squad over those last few games, um, the belief he's got a, he's got a, a, you know, a dressing room of players there that obviously believe in him and he believes in them and he's got them playing above themselves. And, you know, uh, there's a lot to be said for conti uh, continuing that uh, momentum. So to have him stay, a lot of the players um, uh, still with us um, gives us, you know, a uh, solid foundation to, to build upon. And if we can start the season like we ended it, I think we'll be in good shape. We get the, the full Neil Warnock experience this year as well. He, he's bringing in his own backroom stuff, but that starts right the way from pre-season going down to Devon and Cornwall and, and doing all those sorts yeah. of things that are synonymous with him. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not his first rodeo. So he's done that before and he's had teams down there. He knows what he's expecting and he knows how to, you know, put this uh, season together starting there with pre-season. So... Um, some good games there to ease into it and then we're going to have some, some tougher games and uh, a good game here to, come, uh, to finish off the pre-season. Yeah, against Heronveen on the 29th of July, so we want to see as many supporters down here for that as possible. Yeah, that'll be a good test. Um, unusual, we get to play uh, a team from Europe and a top division in uh, Holland, so it'll be a great, uh, uh, great occasion and we hope everyone can come down and, uh, and support the club. It sounds like a, a really exciting period to be coming in. Obviously, there's the, the takeover yet to be finalised, but everything that's happening sounds like it's you know being done with the, the the right intentions, and and everything seems so bright and positive at the minute. Is that is that how you're feeling? Is that one of your attractions to to being here with us? It's just a, a fantastic uh, club, really is. Um, so as we're thinking about you know where we can take this club. Um, it's got so much. It's got so much potential. What we can do over the medium and long term, but what we can do right away in the short term, and hopefully we can, you know, add some things to the match day experience that the supporters will notice right away that will make it uh, a better experience for them, um, and the, and you know we'll uh, hopefully see a, a you know a, a difference out on the pitch this season with Neil and his staff and what they're gonna uh, what they're gonna be working on. Um, so we're very excited, you know, and I think, um, as I said, it was such a um, positive energy uh, at the end of the season. And, um, you know, everyone in the building, the staff that I've met with, are feeling that sense of optimism moving forward now with the new ownership group. Um, and, uh, you know, we're going to make some changes over time. And, and I think changes for the better, people will see that um, while respecting what's here in the traditions of the club as well. So we're excited. Uh, I think there's a sense around uh, this club that people are excited for the season to begin uh, and it will be here soon. Excellent, Jake. Thank you very much for your time and I'm sure we'll hear more from you over the, the course of the season. You will.